content for you. Hello, everyone. Hello, friends. Welcome to another just minuscule episode of I'm Horrified, the teeny sodes. Just a sliver. Just a sliver of us today. Teeniest, tiniest bit of content for you. Yep. Um, <laughs> if you're if you're tuning into us audio version, um, we're, we're doing our best for you. Um, this hair, I want you to know, is shower fresh rather than just um grease collected by days of staying in the same clothes because you know during quarantine it could be either it, it really could could. i haven't showered in days or this is my first shower in days yeah it's either we want you listeners to know it's the latter yeah it's yeah today it is but you know, <laughs> no promises yes no i can tell even from here that you smell like fresh and dewy i do i smell like you know springtime the doors open, so I'm freezing. Like, it's right. But um, I, I'm very excited about this topic today. Mm-hmm. We're going to be talking about. I don't know what our adjective prompt was. Like hunkiest, hunkiest, hunkiest yeah. heartthrob. Who's the hunkiest heartthrob? Ah, uh, can't wait to talk about. I don't it. think I did that accurately. I think I went more on like ideal heartthrob or hunkiest heartthrob. Like hunkiest actually isn't right for mine. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to it. Um, and we're going to do yours first. I want to know what yours is first, Sam. All right. I'm very excited. So I really had to rack my brain for this one because I didn't have a lot of like heartthrobby crushes back in the day. I don't know you why. Didn't? That's no, so I part think, of your personality, I think. I know. I think my sexual awakening was a little bit later. So just yeah. like by the time I was into it, I was into like the lead singer of Maroon 5 more than like a teen. Just say his name. It's <laughs> his name. <laughs> you have to own how much you liked Maroon 5. I have seen Maroon 5 in concert three times, and yes, I'm honest yeah. about that. They're yeah. bad now. I, I am no longer a Maroon 5 apologist, but they I am. They were bad then. <laughs> yeah, I'm an apologist through that for them through Hands All Over. Hands All, hands all, all Over and Before are good. Okay. And then the, the one after that is, like, fine, and I haven't really listened to them since then. That's fair enough. But it won't be soon before long. Best album. But. Got it. I'm not going there right now. Not songs about Jane. We, we don't have time for this. <laughs> I will. We can do a whole other episode on why I believe it was a better album than songs about Jane, but that's not for right now. All right. All right. Right now we're talking about the hunkiest heartthrob. And there's really only one that I could think of that like really qualifies for like teen heartthrob status that I was like, I fuck with this. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> oh, a classic. And I broke down just a couple little things about him that I think is are part of the reason that he, for me, is, is my teen dreamboat. Mm-hmm. Um, he's from Buffalo, New York, and so is a lot of my family. So I think they could have met organically, you know? Um, the most important thing is that he is Lucas Scott on One Tree Hill, bitch. So you watched One Tree Hill, I'm assuming. I watched One Tree Hill. I never did. I never got it because I never did. Yeah, so I I think I really was watching it, like, kind of once it was, like, in syndication. Like, I wasn't really watching it live. It started in, like, 2003, and we would have been a little bit young to, like, yes, a little appreciate young. One Tree Hill. But we still dealing like, with 9-11. Yeah. At that point. Well, once we were, once I was, like, a little bit older, it was doing, like, reruns on the CW, and that's kind of when I got into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but on One Tree Hill, he's the main character, he plays Lucas Scott, who is a talented basketball player, but he's also a writer, and he's one of, like, those quintessential, like, it's not my dream dad, it's yours. Like, he's really playing. 
he's like a he's like a original Troy Bolton. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and also a contender for hunkiest heartthrob. Absolutely true. Um, and he's a rival to his half brother Nathan Scott, and that's like a big part of the plot is that like Nathan was kind of raised like with their dad and like really wealthy, and Lucas was kind of raised like with his mom and was like from the wrong side of the tracks, and that's like this whole thing. He's trying to like balance everyone's expectations. He's got these two like love affairs between Peyton and Brooke. Uh, it was great. I loved One Tree Hill. You're just um, spoiling One Tree Hill for anyone. Okay, if you don't know what happens in One Tree Hill, you're like, it's not my job to explain it to you at this point. You should already know. Um, And then I have one bullet point here that just, in all caps, says, I don't want to be anything other than what I've been trying to be lately. So (laughs) that's all you know. That wraps it up for you. About that. But is that all that Chad Michael Murray did for us? No. I'd like to point you towards two very important movies, Freaky Friday and A Cinderella Story. He is the handsome boy in both those movies. He is. He is. But as Cinderella story especially, I like loved Hilary Duff. She was my first concert I ever went to was a Hilary Duff concert. Wow. Love that. So you were either Hilary Duff or Avril Lavigne. I had I had times as both. Oh never wow. at the same time. You contain multitudes. I do. I do. Yeah. But yes, so he's, he does a wonderful job in both those movies. And then, as I think is kind of important for like a real classic teen heartthrob, he has a disaster phase. So he was married to his One Tree Hill co-star, Sophia Bush, in 2005. Oh, they remember Sophia Bush? Yes. They divorced that same year, and she actually wanted it annulled for fraud, but the judge wouldn't do that, so they just had to get normally divorced. And it's rumored that he cheated on her with Paris Hilton, which is like oh, no. so quintessential oos yes really (laughs) someone cheating on their wife with paris hilton and she also said she didn't really want to marry him but she felt a lot of pressure to because they were like this golden couple of one tree hill and she was the only person who could get him to set on time which is like some exciting drama uh he's written two shitty books which is hilarious to me one is called everlast a graphic novel And it follows Derek Everlast, a man whose destiny in life is guiding others to a place of rebirth for mankind called Haven. Uh, Oh, no. Which, okay. And then he also wrote American Drifter, which is a thriller that came to him in a dream. Uh, So I'm glad that he's a published author. And then most importantly, he's now kind of in the middle of a triumphant return. So he had a really great role as Agent Jack Thompson in Marvel's Agent Carter, which was like about Peggy Carter from the Captain America movies. And she got this spinoff TV show that was so good. And only lasted he's two in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Not he so bad. Kind of, yes. And he, I think it was really smart that he took this role because he kind of played this like cocky, jerky dude. And I think it was like kind of referencing the public perception of him as like kind of a jerky dude who doesn't get work anymore because he sucks and he was like very much like an antagonist figure for Peggy Carter but then they have like a respect for each other because like okay we're both like good cops so like that was a great role for him and now he has a gut guest spot as a cult leader on Riverdale which is exactly what he should be doing as a former teen heartthrob that is exactly the kind of work he should be looking for right now you're absolutely right Sam Yes. So I'm, what I'm saying is I think we're in the middle of like a merisance. I think we're only going to see more exciting work from him. Uh, and I think I don't want to be anything <laughs> other than what I've been trying to be lately. 
uh, and I that's think, my case for Chad Michael Murray. I think, he's I think if he was like twenty percent better of an actor, he could have been like Chris Pratt, Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. You know, like sort of suit, like yeah, sort of A minus list celebrity. I mean, I guess they're A list celebrities, but yeah. just like getting consistent work as like some hunky superhero. Yeah, um, but he's just not that. No, that he's not. Things. Um, but but he does have that sort of like upside down Pentagon shaped chin. Yes. People love to see. You're also totally glossing over his um, shining role as bad boy and quasi-love interest for Rory and Gilmore Girls, Tristan. Yes, Yes, that was his big break. That was was pre um, One Tree Hill. That was probably his big break, or maybe he had a big break before that, but... Yeah, that's how I think of him, because I didn't watch One Tree Hill. I think of him as, like, a Cinderella story. Yes. And Tristan in Gilmore Girls, who sucks. Um, But also serves to highlight how much Dean sucks, which is important to me as a Gilmore Girls fan, obviously. See, I I don't fuck with Gilmore Girls as much, but I love that he could do that for for you and for us. He did that for me. Yeah. Personally. So, I appreciate that. All right. You ready to get a little retro? Let's do it. So I wanted to go retro no matter what, um, because, like, I have my teen heartthrobs right. Um, I was a heartthrob girl. Like, I had crushes on these boys, like, all the time. Like, there was a new one every minute. They all looked the same. My first one was probably Aaron Carter. That uh, was big, like, the Lizzie McGuire show. Yeah. Dream Street. Dream, yes, exactly. So, like, he was probably first, then I had a Jesse McCartney phase, and then probably at the tail end of my heartthrob phase before I started um, having crushes on actual boys, two men, um, was probably Zac Efron, because, mm. you know, Zac Efron, we, we, I didn't even think of him, and then I was like, oh, duh, Zephron. like, he's the, Zephron is the heartthrob of the, of the 2000s, I think. Yeah, he peaked a teeny bit late for us, I think. I he's think a little late for us. Yeah, we were right thing. on our way out as he was really peaking, so it was, like, not weird to have a crush on him, but it wasn't, yeah. Like, cool to have a crush he wasn't sexualized by the media enough for us to care at that point yeah um which is not his fault but it's also not my fault right Mm -hmm. so um I was down to two I narrowed it down to two I narrowed it down to Paul McCartney and Leonardo DiCaprio two good options in my opinion two really good options I had a hard time I had a really hard time like I really kept going back and forth I think they're both cute as buttons I really do they both have floppy hair at different times. I really wanted to pick Paul because he's, like, a good person. He loves his family. He had this, like, beautiful love story with Linda, like, Paul and McCartney. Like, they have this beautiful love story. Mm-hmm. And, like, her untimely death from cancer is so sad. And, like, the, he just really clearly loved her so dearly. And he's, like, a vegetarian. He's a philanthropist. He's, like, the OG, like, heartthrob, right? Yes. I guess Elvis is the OG. No, there's... Who's the OG heartthrob? Oh, God. Probably, like, someone from the silent era of movies. Yeah. Um, But I think of him as kind of, like, back then, Mm -hmm. people just lost their shit over him. Yes. But what I was really going after here was, like, raw, prepubescent sexual energy. You gotta go to Leo for that. You gotta go to Leo for that. I'm sorry. No one's gonna serve it up to you better, right? Um, he's far from perfect. I don't like that he constantly dates 20 year olds. You already did a segment about this on our show. Um, but it doesn't seem as though he's like a sex offender 
mm-hmm. or like an abuser or anything like that. Like I could be wrong, yeah. but it doesn't seem that way. But no, we have um, a very low bar for our men and he appears yeah, to appear Yeah, he's met that extremely upsettingly low bar. Um, but to me, this really comes down to two films, which is Romeo plus Juliet and Titanic. Romeo plus, Romeo plus Juliet and Titanic hit different as an adult. Like, it's pure sexual energy as an adult. But when you're a child, it's like, I watched Titanic way too young. I feel like I was watching Titanic at, like, six. So this is, like, I, he's just always been there. Um, but I think the thing about him in both of those movies is that he is everything you want out of your heartthrob. Mm. And by that, I mean these things. He's wayfish and wearing suspenders, you know, and he has this, like, piecey blonde, like, sandy blonde hair. Yep. That's, like, always in your, his eyes a little bit, and he's always, like, kind of flicking it out of his eyes to look at you more deeply. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sam's like, yeah. <laughs> so that's a big part of it. You need that. You need that energy. Um, he's got this, like, head-in-the-clouds melancholy energy until he meets you. And by you, I, I don't mean Clarity and Kate Winslet. They did wonderful jobs, but, like, he's always in this role where, like, you feel yourself as the stand-in for his mm-hmm. love interest. Like, you just place yourself. Right in. He places you with his acting. He's just, like, he's talking right to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. you just totally feel, like, in love with him immediately. And so, like, he's got this, like, head-in-the-clouds attitude, and then, like, when he finds this girl that he's obsessed with, like, he just zeroes in, and, he, like, that's the only thing he cares about. And the third and most important thing about this is that, in all senses, in both of these movies, he would die for you immediately. True. He would die a violent death for you at any moment. Yes. This is huge. Yeah. <laughs> this is a huge part of it. Like, what, like that's the thing between, a, like, a heartthrob and, like, like, a teen heartthrob, like, when you're an adult, like, when you're a grown-up woman, like, you want a man who's gonna treat you right, but, like, you want, like, a sexy, solid, like, dining room table. Like, that's what you want out of a man. Do you know what yes. I mean? But when you're 12, like, you just want somebody who wants to fucking die for you. Like, you want that's a little fun. chaotic. You want that chaotic energy, like, just because you want them to, like, adore you so much. Like, they just want to stare at you all day long. Like, they would do anything for you because you're so special you know, that Edward Cullen energy, Mm. um, but in, like, a sexy heartthrob way, and, like, I just, no one sells it as well as Leo does. No one sells it that well, and that's all I have to say. Uh, Mainly, you get the feeling that he would die for you. Yes. And that's, that's what does it, and the PC blonde hair is huge. Huge. Giant. Yeah, no, you're right. Romeo plus Juliet was a sexual awakening for me, absolutely. Same, same, same. I really like that, the Spring Awakening musical, and the first Twilight book. I was like, I have urges now. Something's happening. Like, yeah. Happening to me. Yeah. Yep. But, like, Leonardo DiCaprio makes you feel the way Bella feels in Twilight. Yes. When that makes sense? Like, when she's like, say it. Just say what you are. I think I just um, broke feminism. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just broke it. Um, but that's my truth. I don't know how to... Uh, to say my truth in a different way other than the truth that's the truth um but yeah I love Leonardo DiCaprio he's the OG he he can't be beat he really can't be beat yeah the only thing for me with Titanic and him I love Titanic it's a good movie 
but I you don't love it as much as me. So no, that's the thing is like you'll never be able to access the crazed love I have for Titanic. What I always almost kind of felt, which is, and this is not a knock on either of them, but it always felt like Kate Winslet is really a woman and Leonardo DiCaprio is a boy. So like that, that dynamic in Titanic, like doesn't quite hit for me because I'm always like, you're like a sophisticated woman. Yeah. And you're like 16. And that's not There is a little bit of mommy energy, which is a little uncomfortable, but I I do think that she's younger than him. I I feel like she's younger than him. I'm sure that's Um, true. But, but like, yes, I'm I, saying they're, they're energy. <laughs> For some reason, I don't care. I don't care about it. Yeah. No. Um. Oh my goodness! All the dreamy men. Now I'm just thinking about Titanic. Just that's considering it. I'm thinking about the Backstreet Boys. That's what I'm thinking about right now. Yeah, that's another good. Aaron Nick Carter's Nick. Yeah, exactly. Um, and there's like the music heartthrobs and the stage and screen heart. We both went for stage and screen heartthrobs. We did both go there. Um, yeah, but. I wasn't super into, like, Hanson or, like, One Direction. Like, those didn't really hit for me. Those are two wildly different eras. Yeah, for like also. But One, One Direction, Direction, I was them. fully gone by One Direction. Mm-hmm. I was fully out of, like, the Tiger Beat mm-hmm. feeling like a tweeny bopper at One Direction time. I felt, like, totally removed from that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But Zac Efron, like, High School Musical, I didn't, I was just about done. Yeah, but, but they still hit for us. One D, I was fully out, fully yeah. out of eight. Or even like Jonas Brothers. Like Jonas Brothers was the same. I think for me, the same as High School Musical, where like yeah, yeah I think it was the same timeline. I, I, I never like just Jonas getting out of that period of my life, so I yeah. I didn't go deep, but I was familiar with the Joe Bros. I knew their work. I'm more into the Jonas Brothers now. Yeah, wifed up Jonas Brothers is the better Jonas Brothers. That's a that's a great energy for them. Yeah, <laughs> hold on, hold on, all. But yeah, all right, two good ones. Well done. Yeah. Well done, Sam. Doing the Lord's work. Please tweet at us who your teenage heartthrob is. Tell me is. who your teen heartthrob is. I would, I'll definitely put that on Twitter when you release it. I really want to know. Yeah, yeah. we really want to know. Absolutely. Um, and we hope you're doing well. Um, we're sad that we still have to do these, but we're glad to bring them to you. <laughs> yeah. We would love to be able to hold each other close and share a microphone again. But yeah. um yeah, like interact with us on Twitter, send us your emails. We'd love to hear from you. We hope you're doing well. And um, until we see you next, be well. <laughs>